Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am joined by my wonderful Monorail family. Let's introduce ourselves, shall we? Let us start with the person diagonally from me, and that is... No, that's the wrong one. Okay, the wrong one. Otherwise known as oh, McKenna Oh, what? No! <laughs> You missed your opportunity no, for you a funny name. No, you said Diagonally, and you know what? Hmm. This is Disney. <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> this is Disney. It's Diagonally. <laughs> you ruined it for me. Diagonally. I had a whole thing prepared. Well, you ruined it. Missed it. And beside, that's the wrong one. Who are you? That's the left one. The left one. Garrett Monorail is here. And finally, but not leastly, the <laughs> lovely... I'm not Leastly. Samantha Monorail. Beastly, but not Leastly. I am Beastly. <laughs> I do push-ups on on my knees. You do fork <laughs> you do forklifts. What's a forklift? <laughs> That's where you use a fork to lift food up in. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I do that as well. I do that a lot. We've already demonstrated the fact that this family is out of shape. Garrett ran down the hallway to the quote-unquote studio and was out of breath. No, I was not. You, you guys don't know what out of breath is. <laughs> is it where you're like... I was... Well, I wasn't doing that. I was breathing that's normally. <laughs> that's not, yes, I was. You always breathe heavily and like it's hard to catch your breath. I always breathe like this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Today... Is February the 3rd, and this is episode number 93 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Quickly approaching episode number 100. Yeah, it's crazy. So don't, you know, don't miss it. Mark your calendar. I actually put the date because that's going to be our live show, and we're going to do the recording on a Sunday. March 23rd is the Monday where episode 100 comes out, so that means Sunday, March 22nd at 8.30 p.m., I will be coming back yeah, from a really long trip. From an international trip. And very, very tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. So get ready for your live debut while you're jet lagged. <laughs> That'll be great. We got a lot of fun things planned coming up. And, um, you know, not the least of them is bringing you the current Walt Disney World news. So let's take a look at that big board. I don't know. No, we're going we're gonna to review the headlines right uh, now. Stitch is still closed. Stitch is still closed. Do, do, I wanted do, to do, tell do, you this. Do, 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 do. Headlining now. So She already said headline, though. <laughs> I was just trying to give Dad an entrance. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yesterday was the big game. Um. So as of today, there will be a Super Bowl celebration live streaming from the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Yay, team. Congratulations. <laughs> McKenna just had some sort of a revelation. <laughs> She was like, oh, well, what big game? <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that. I don't We're not allowed to say the words 
you know, what Clark Kent's alter ego, the first part of that, and then what you eat cereal out Man. of. Mega dishes. <laughs> mega mine. Me- mega dish. <laughs> the mega dish is happening or has happened, and there's a winner. And you know Congratulations, how. Congratulations, team. You did it. Raise that mega dish trophy. In my head, I was like, today is Monday, which it is Monday, yeah. but not right now. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what game? <laughs> Whoa. The Mega Dish. And there's a winner. And you know how at the end of the Mega Dish, they always like go to whoever's the MVP or whoever. And they're like, you just won Mega Dish 25. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do next? And they say, I'm going to Cracker Barrel or something. <laughs> They also pull out a car and go, here's your Buick LeSabre. <laughs> this podcast not sponsored by Buick LeSabre. <laughs> Wait, that's a real car? Yeah. I don't think they make them anymore. I don't either. <laughs> Those were old. They were in the 80s, 90s, and here, now. Here is your <laughs> dynasty. <laughs> Just like Magic 107 or 107.7. I don't know. Enjoy anyway. your Ford Pinto. <laughs> yeah. I could keep going, people. This can happen all day. I don't know Chevy any Nova. car names. <laughs> Um, Nissan Bolt. Uh, no. <laughs> that's a Nissan Leaf and a Chevy Bolt. Ah, uh, dang it. Uh, yeah, I tried. It's a Volt, yeah. not a Bolt. Cybertruck. Garrett got it right. The Cybertruck. So the Mega Dish winner will be receiving a Cybertruck and a trip to oh, Walt Disney one. World. I know what? one. Ford GT. Okay. That is Why one. can't we say insert name of game here? We could do that. And then also insert name of winner. Let's make a prediction right now. So congratulations to the Ravens for winning Super Bowl. They're not even in the game. I, no, I accidentally said it. No, we're going to get sued. <laughs> oh, God. He meant Mega Dish. I failed. I ruined the whole thing for a joke. Congratulations to the um, Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we get sued for Kentucky no, Derby? No, you can say Kentucky oh, Derby. Oh, Kentucky Derby, guys. Are you excited for the Kentucky Derby? No, no one is. Spoiler alert, no one wins. It's just a game, people, and no one wins. Congratulations think, to Garrett Monorail for, many, for winning the, the Mega Dish. I think, I think the fans win. Woo! But I, not the fans in attendance, because they're paying exorbitant prices for those. Exorbitant. Yeah. I think the they beer and wings TV. wins. No, they lose, because they're going to be consumed. Oh, they no. I our win. bellies. Our bellies win. Definitely not the birds attached to the wings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I win at Minecraft. What are oh, we talking wait, about, no. people? Let's get back on track. Back to... I can't win at that game. Ender Dragon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Disney Parks blog will be streaming a post-game celebration from the Magic Kingdom on Monday afternoon. It looks like the parade is going to go down Main Street sometime around 2.40 p.m., and then uh, the electric parade. Unfortunately, Wait. it won't be the Main Street electrical parade because there is still no nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. Why? Yeah. Why? I want to get another chance to see it since I really didn't the first time. It sounds like this. Isn't it the same music from the water park? It is. You listen to M three four D. So you don't need to sing it for us because you've heard it. Sorry. Oh, boom! Roasted. They love you. What else is going on? It's a small world after all. It is a small world. It's a small Um, world after all. They're actually going to be shutting down the queue. I guess the ride's still going to be open and there's going to be a temporary entrance, but they are refurbishing. They, being Disney, are refurbishing the queue for It's a Small World. That Um, That queue is not good. It's not good. And also, 
the reason I wanted to talk about this was because for Thanksgiving, my mother-in-law, your mother, yes, was in town. We went to Walt Disney World. It was like a couple days before Thanksgiving. We were pushing her in a wheelchair that day, and you had a fast pass for Small World, and they said you had to go through standby. You couldn't take the wheelchair in the fast. Well, pass there's line. a separate wheelchair line, but it takes a really long time to get on in the wheelchair line, and I had a fast pass. Yeah. So the wheelchair line um, is not convenient, and, and it's on so, a slope. Yeah, and it's well, really, you have to. It's the to get on the ride. It's down. I know, well, right? But it's really inconvenient that it's on a slope, and my mom. Weighs one million pounds. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't listen. It's fine. But it felt like that that day because I was trying not to like dump her out because it was so sloped. Oh, well. It's pretty steep. Well, what I'm hoping is that this is maybe um, Disney addressing the problem with the queue. Elevator. I, maybe they'll add an elevator. Maybe they'll just do something so that like, I think if you've got a fast pass, it doesn't matter whether you're in a wheelchair or not. You should be able to use the fast pass line. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it was not fun. So, I don't know, like, I mean, and we don't have a ton of experience with wheelchairs in the parks, but are there other examples of rides where you can't use a fast pass if you're in a wheelchair? I mean, that would be interesting to know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, the rides that we rode, um, that we have fast passes for, really... <laughs> I don't think we had any that day, did we? Not really. Yeah. We had to wait in lines. Yeah. So anyway, that's... I don't know. I just find that to be a little odd. And maybe they're going to fix it. That's what I hope anyway. I hope so too. Hey, let's take the skyline over the Hollywood Studios for a moment. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is set to open on March 4th. I knew that. And... If you go over the Disney Parks blog, there's a new behind-the-scenes kind of video that they've posted because they're doing training for the cast members. Like, it's oh. getting real, people. Yay! Yeah. If you are on TikTok, there was a cast member who was talking all about how they're about to open up the Runway Railroad. Run, 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 run. Run, 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 run. Run, Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. And what did they say? They, um, they were really excited about it. They said it was going to be really cool and just general things they're not allowed to say specifics okay because they don't want to spoil it's a secret yeah well i'm pretty excited for that i think we always have to kind of take a moment of silence when we talk about mickey and minnie's runaway railway because the great movie ride had to go away to make way for this but i'm excited for the ride and i'm not going to hold it against that ride i just i wish we could have both yeah i can't have it all could they make a new great movie ride somewhere else in the park? Or they could have kept the great movie ride and made this an underground ride. <laughs> like, there, maybe there's like a little thing and you have to walk down. Down a slope? We a already slope. talked about slopes. Find <laughs> <Quite> an elevator. <laughs> they could just wipe out the Muppet area. No. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> How dare you put that out into the universe? <laughs> They're going to do it. That would be terrible. Just like the figment thing. Anything you suggest happens. Figment is still a it's major bad. character of the park. Yeah. It is Not the arts festival, <laughs> and he is everywhere. His days are numbered. No, because it's not. Of you. They're no. using him while they have him. I am worried about the seas, though. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Hey, while we're talking about Epcot, though, another thing that's kind of on the horizon, but we don't necessarily know a solid date is the Space 220 restaurant. If you go to the Walt Disney World website, it still says opening this winter. And winter ends March 19th. So 
what it and I've I've seen <laughs> conflicting articles. Yeah, I I've, it was already over. No, I've <laughs> seen conflicting articles. Some of them say it opens in February. Some say it opens in like March thirtieth. So I don't think anybody knows what's going on. What's going Wait, on here? Winter of twenty nineteen or winter of twenty twenty? Twenty nineteen already happened. It's the winter season. Yeah, winter winter, winter goes across the year. It's, winter is, is winter also winter is also in like November. Right. In a year, so maybe. But they meant opens November. This winter, not next winter. The winter we're in. Um. Did they say winter twenty nineteen or no, winter twenty twenty? This winter. Oh, okay. Well, whenever you talk about winter, you're usually supposed to put the two years together with a dash. Winter nineteen twenty. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> also, if it does say this winter, did it say this winter last year? Yeah. So yeah, that's this winter that we're in. Oh, thanks, Garrett. This winter, it's easy. we get oh, a space no restaurant, confusion. and the very next winter, we go back to space. Um, I want to go to the restaurant. I do too. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm very singy songy today. I'm not. Dad and I. I want to go now. Um, everything that I've heard about this place, it just sounds like it's going to be so cool. And yeah. it sounds very Epcot to me. I think so. The in, the interior of the restaurant we've heard is going to be, it's like you're in a space station. Looking out into space, you're going to be able to see astronauts doing spacewalks and spacecraft flying around and all that. To get to the restaurant, you have to hop on a space elevator that takes you 220 miles above the Earth. That's why it's oh. space 220. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about the whole thing. Not to mention a thousand bottles of the world's finest wine and a wide selection of craft beers. How'd they get them up there in space? Oh my gosh, I want some. Space elevator. Can <laughs> I have a thousand bottles of wine and craft beers, please? Space wine elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that we're celebrating a couple special birthdays at the Animal Kingdom? Oh, thank you. Nope, not, not yours. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stitch Bean Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> a new baby zebra was born. Oh, I yeah. need to go on the safari ride. Um, it's the very first Hartman's zebra foal born um, in the Animal Kingdom Park. It was born January 21st to Mom Prima and is currently under the care of the West Savannah team. So I don't think it's out on the Savannah. Um it's currently unnamed, so I would like to once again suggest that we name it Monday Morning Monorail Podcast the Zebra. No. Um, mm, they didn't accept zebra. that. They didn't. They didn't accept it for the giraffe. Although I saw, I saw that giraffe that we honorably named Monday Morning Monorail Podcast the giraffe. I saw it the last time I rode Kilimanjaro. Safari. I did too, and it was adorable. It was. It was very cute. It looked very much like a Monday Morning Monorail yeah. fan. Uh, the baby zebra is is weighing in. Currently at 65 pounds, already standing and walking within 30 minutes after birth. It's like a dog. Yeah, I guess it's about how UA size. How she's, heavy are dogs? UA is like 80 pounds. Yeah, she's fat. She's, <laughs> she's heavy. So, um, and then, in other baby news, January 15th, a male Angolan black and white Columbus monkey named Douglas was born. Douglas. Oh, I want to hug Douglas. Yeah. That's a very monkey name. As he grows up, his color will change to black with white around his face. Right now, he is, I guess, baby colored. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. Like pastels? Yeah, pastels. Just like the beaches and cream soda oh. shop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Last thing I wanted to mention for the news, and this is interesting only for mom. Walt Disney World is serving up red hot beignets with fireball whiskey. 
And Shut up. Yeah. If this is something that sounds interesting to you, you need to go to Scat Cat's Club Cafe at the Port Orleans French Quarter. The boozy treats consist of a fresh beignet topped with crushed red hots, drizzled with sauce made from tiny cinnamon candies, and you get a tube of fireball whiskey so you can inject into the beignet. Or into your mouth. Or into your mouth. They also make... Those are $10. You get two of them for $10. Mm. They also make uh, a kid's version where you get non-alcoholic red hot beignets for three bucks. So... That doesn't sound as fun. $7 for a tube of fireball? Well, like two tubes. Yeah. It's not even... It's probably not even a shot if you combine the two (laughs) tubes of fireball. Man. That's a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, that's that is quite a markup. I'll be carrying in my own bottle to inject it into beignets. Nope. Like, <laughs> j- inject just into the back of your throat, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do like Fireball. Yeah. I'm like a college kid, but I'm responsible with it because I sip on it. Oh yeah, you're responsible. <laughs> all right, that's all the news. That's it. We feel good about that. Yeah. I want to say really quickly, Sam and I. Got last second Beaches and Cream reservations this past Friday. Ooh. And this was our first trip to Beaches and Cream since the renovation. What was your instant reaction? Okay, so I was all defending Beaches and Cream because I didn't mind it changing. But How dare you? When I went in, it felt like the Easter Bunny threw up everywhere. It was pastel before, but now but- it feels like an episode of the Golden Girls in there. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so ugly. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> like the the Easter eggs that were melting. I think they're supposed to be beach balls, beach but balls. they they look like they're melting into the handrail, and they are Easter eggs. And they eggs. do they do look like Easter eggs the way that they're patterned. And then they got what I guess are supposed to be beach balls hanging from the ceiling. The lights. The lights are kind of cool they looking. Have those before? I didn't. No, they didn't. Oh. And. So it is. They don't really look like beach balls. They just look like round lights, but they're, they're cool looking. They have to use like the original beach ball pattern. It's like that yeah, there is, exactly. Light. There is a beach ball pattern that's accepted by all the world yeah. as the international beach ball you pattern. You see it, and that's a beach ball. Yeah, those aren't there. If yeah. it's not like that, then it doesn't look like a beach <laughs> exactly. ball. Exactly, they look they like, like Easter ball. eggs. Melting into the handrail. Yeah, wow. um, it was shocking. Um, so decor wise. Not impressed. It does feel like, and I, I made the comparison if you watched our Instagram live, it feels like they sucked the soul out of it, just like the Tomorrowland sign, and just like Mickey Star Traders. It's Easter. The character. Restaurant now. Erase the characters. I I feel like, um, how did they do this? Because there are so many creative ways that you can do decorum now, you know, and they just went... And did it all wrong? It's they made it very, like just plain. Yeah, it's it, very it feels simple. The, like a cafeteria. The only thing I really liked, I like, I did like the paintings. The paintings are cool. They're really cute. Shout out to the paintings. Yeah. They're cool. It's basically Disney characters in like 50s situations. So, But even they're overly pastel. Mickey Mouse is in a sit-in. They could have just <laughs> left it how it was. Decor wise, they could have. Now they, they still do really have. Nice. They still have the alarm lights that go off, like yeah. this, um, when someone orders the kitchen, uh, sink. kitchen sink or somebody has a birthday or something. The menu is largely the same, but they now have a few things they didn't have before, such as a French dip. Which, by the way, they still don't serve a French dip, in my opinion, because what we got that wasn't a French dip. It was dry Avoid meat. It. 
avoid it. it you was, can do better. Yeah, it was not. Get the burger. They also sell tots now, and we got the chili cheese tots. And I'll tell you this. I would much rather have the tachos from Woody's Lunchbox. Why don't they just sell the tachos? Exactly. They have a great recipe for tots with chili and cheese. Those things, I get a a bowl, a bucket thing of them and just... They're so good. Not so much at Beaches and Cream. You can avoid them there. Um, So get a burger. You know, I'd like to make this point that it's totally Jen and Frank's fault that we got the French dip because they were like, get the burger. And I'm not going to do anything <laughs> that they say. <laughs> we did want to try the new stuff. and Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. And we shouldn't have. It was a bad choice. Yeah. So if you go, if you go, stick with the classics. Get you a burger. I, I think the patty melt might be okay, but that is also something that they've changed up. They had a patty melt before, but now they, they said that they added something mushrooms, mushrooms to it. Mm-hmm. I like a mushroom patty melt. I like that, but I don't know. They should You should have went like the classics, and they should have went with the classics, and they should have too. Yeah, I know. We talked to a cast member. Our server was a, a, a person who had been there pre- and post-refurbishment, yeah. and she asked us, so she asked us if we'd been there before. We said we had, but it was prior to refurbishment. She's like, well, what do you think? And both of us were like, well, and she got this look on her face like, I'm not going to speak for her, but I kind of feel like she agreed. Yeah, I, I think she was like, I don't know if it's agree or this is the running theme of what she hears from everybody about yeah. it. Because I don't think she can necessarily agree. But when we started saying, I think she was like, yeah, you and everybody else I guess is coming in. Probably a lot like that. Like, yeah, this is what I'm hearing from a lot of people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Now, we did get the No Way Jose, which was delicious. Yes. It was a, the ice cream's still good. The ice cream's awesome. I think my favorite thing of the whole dinner were the onion rings and then the the ice cream. Yeah, the onion rings were really good. I yeah. will say that for sure. So, you guys will be going soon cuz we're going back with some friends who are coming to visit. It's true. Maybe we'll hold off on that announcement for now. But mm-hmm. yes, we are going to be going Kitchen back. Kitchen sink time. Oh, yeah. I think we should. I because think. we'll have enough people to eat it with us. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're okay with not getting pineapple. They should be fine with it. Okay. They need to let us know because they know who we're talking about. Yeah, they do. Are you cool with us saying no pineapple on that kitchen sink? They could get it on the side. Well, but yeah. I, like I can't pineapple, eat it. But not having pineapple isn't going to make me sad. Yeah, it just I can't. Yeah. I don't like fruits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we'll take a break. And when we come back, you're going to have M34D with Landon the Dawsdone and yours truly. And then we're going to wrap today's show up with a discussion inspired by our friends over on Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Oh, we're going to so fight. We're going to fight. <laughs> today's sponsor is Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> no, Garrett. <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. This is the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes, a.k.a. M34D. And joining me, as he does every M34D, is the one, the only, Landon the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. 
hi buddy and all my rowdy friends have already come over for a for a sunday rocket night because we're don't say we're here don't the- say the words we'll get sued yeah. No, no. Uh, all my rowdy rockin' friends are coming over for the superb owl. It's, there it's, it's, we it's go. that owl that's really superb. <laughs> the big game, uh-huh, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Go sports. <laughs> so since this Man, is- I can't believe that the... All right, I need for you to edit this and make me sound like I'm smart. The Chiefs, the 49ers won the Super Bowl. Can you believe that? Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. When that one guy with the ball did the thing... Man, nobody saw that coming. Vegas was stunned. You know, they say they say it all comes down to a few plays, and I think we can all agree it was true about this this year's big game. Definitely, Um, plays happened at this year's big game. Do you remember (laughs) upon dozens did? Yeah, but do you remember that one pivotal play that really changed the course of the game? Wow! Oh, the guy with the helmet where he did the thing. Yeah, that's the one. Oh man. We're always going to remember where we were when the guy with the helmet did the thing with the football. I mentioned before we started recording today that I've been trying to do a little prep for upcoming episodes, and I've got some big plans for a lot of guests, uh, guest stars, monorail fam, monorail cousins that are going to be coming on the show in the future. And one of the things that I really enjoyed when Sam and I got to go on part of our world podcast, the Keenan and Rachel show, which is amazing and available on all of your podcasts outlets Um, they've got like a lightning round of fun questions that they ask their guests and it it turned into a not lightning round because we were very slow at answering (laughs) but they were tough questions but they were really fun so i was inspired to come up with kind of a list of my own not trying to steal the segment but just some fun questions to get some conversation going so one of the things i want to do is try some of these questions out on you and i don't want to take up the whole segment with this so we're going to do one each segment so today my fun question is, you've got one day. This is a big question. You've got one day to visit WDW. Which park do you choose and why? Ooh. Now, is this current? Yeah. Current. Parks the way, okay, the way, like, construction is, is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, let's say that because that means the question could change as we go. So, yes, current state okay. of the parks. So, um. Due to the construction, uh, Walcott is going to not get my vote because as much as I love Epcot, holy smokes, that that uh, construction, especially up at the front, just yikes. Um, hmm. Oh, man, this is hard. I got one day. Yeah. I think I'm going to shock myself and I'm going to go Hollywood studio just because I want to get up at the crack of dawn to get <laughs> in that boarding group and ride Rise of the Resistance again. Like. I I would not have thought I would have said that even if you told me 10 yeah. minutes ago you're going to ask me this question but it's like don't get me wrong Magic Kingdom's awesome and Animal Kingdom super cool uh but I don't know it's just like Rise of the Resistance is so dang cool and and and, and it's still the new hotness and plus I mean yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster is always amazing Tower of Terror is cool yeah. we can help hashtag save, save the Muppets, Muppets uh for just pennies a day um yeah, Hollywood Studio. Okay. Who would have thought it? Nice. I am just as stunned as you are, ladies and gentlemen. And I like this for a couple of reasons. One, just like you said, Rise is a game changer. And if you can, uh-huh. yeah. if you, if you can do Rise, and it is a crapshoot because who knows if it'll be down all day. But if you can do Rise, that is like, a hey, I did Rise of the Resistance. My, my trip is made because it, it is right mm-hmm. now setting the bar for theme park attraction experiences. But also... Uh, everywhere across the globe. But also, you're getting maximum value for your money because Hollywood Studios is opening... Early, earlier yep. than all like the six, other parks. Seven, seven o'clock. Seven I think? o'clock right now. Yeah. yeah. Seven o'clock right now. Yeah. So, 
if you go today, you could have got in at 7 a.m. And if you choose to do that and get involved in that madness, you can pretty much, if you after you get in your boarding group, go walk on Slinky Dog. Go, I mean, do whatever you want. So yep. I like that answer. That's very good. Now is I'm, the time. It, yeah, it's like I like the answer, but again, I'm really kind of surprised <laughs> with myself. But you're right about Epcot, you know. Oh, Epcot, come on. Like, like as, as we've established in previous M340s, especially since we moved over to Epcot now, I love me some Epcot. It's my favorite place to go as an adult. But man, yeah. the state of it right now is very rough to oh, take yeah. in. It is. And, and this is uh. a good transition because you mentioned right now, like Future World is all walls. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go to World Showcase and yes, there's a little bit of construction, but you can easily enjoy World Showcase without really being um, intruded upon by the construction. France is starting to come around a little bit just because they're putting up the Ratatouille signage mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But everything else is open and, and ready for business. So you can still enjoy your day in World Showcase. And it's interesting because... As we had previously mentioned, we are doing M34D in Epcot now, and we're trying to start with like opening day attractions. We went big, like both, <laughs> like literally and figuratively. And figuratively yep. We went big with our first attraction in Epcot. We started with Spaceship Earth. The thing about it is, on opening day, it was mostly like Spaceship Earth and World Showcase. <laughs> I mean, October 1st, 1982, go back in time and you would have seen that like a lot of the things that we had coming to us that are there today, things we take for granted, like for example, the Seas Pavilion and the one that we don't have, the Wonders of Life Pavilion, all these things, they weren't open yet. Um, and, And so you didn't have quite as many options and it really was more like, okay, we've got Spaceship Earth, we do have the Land Pavilion, which is open, you can go visit the land. Um, but mostly, it's it's all you know, uh, uh, traveling the world and enjoying the food and drinks and the and the uh, world's fair kind of as it were. So, you know, that being said, your experience now with all the construction might be similar to what it was on opening day, <laughs> and then the you know as the world opens up and and they get these pavilions worked out and changed over, it's going to be a whole new Epcot. It's a rebirth. You know, prior to the 40th anniversary, I guess, which is going to be coming up in a couple of years. So, yeah, I mean, I guess if that's the route you want to go, but buddy, FYI, if you're going to stretch that hard, you might want to get up and uh, <laughs> and, and make sure uh, you don't pull something. Yeah, I don't want to pull Man, a muscle. Oof, I know. As a stretch, but it's like I do understand they do have that 40th anniversary coming up, and then what uh, the 50th anniversary of WDW is happening yeah, next, next year. year. And, and my understanding is that's being celebrated across Everywhere. the entire property. Yeah. So I mean, like, I understand they got to get ready for next year and you know years to come, but. Oh man, yeah, going tough. like like especially getting into Epcot right oh. now. That is like like oh oh no my my sweet friend. What have they done to you? Yeah, it is. It, it's I'm, a, sure, I'm sure it'll be great in the future, but God, just right now, all them walls. Yeah, it'll all be great in the walls. future world. <laughs> hey oh, um. uh, waka waka. <laughs> so as I mentioned, I, I name dropped it. The Land Pavilion was open day one, October first, nineteen eighty two. Now. They didn't have Soren, of course, but if you went to the Land Pavilion, you would have been able to enjoy a little ride called Listen to the Land, 
Mm -hmm. I actually learned that this attraction had a name prior to living with the land today. And even prior to that, it was laughing with the land, which of course was a precursor to Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. (laughs) I I know, just Pixar was so ahead of the game. Laughing with the land could be a bit of like a Splash Mountain um, reference as well, because, you know, it's kind of nature-y and you end Mm -hmm. up in a laughing place. So that is true. Mm-hmm. But and uh, much like nature, all the animals sing and dance. That's right. <laughs> Just like the nature <laughs> that I experience every day. Yep. Well, well, that's after you eat the nature, Jay. We, we've told you don't eat those mushrooms. <laughs> well, <laughs> those aren't the kind of things they grow at Listen with the Land or Living with the Land. Um, no, no, no. Though uh, those those are uh, at the after hours living with the land. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> the throwback seventies party. Exactly. They, they just yeah. had the eighties party. <laughs> they had the eighties party <laughs> over at Disneyland. They have the seventies party at Living with the Land, where they've got the mushrooms and the psychedelic music and colors and stuff. It's awesome. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, also, this is where we break. Disney just bought HR Puff and stuff, so they have to use that IP for something. <laughs> So Listen with the Land was open, and unlike a lot of attractions that have lasted since opening day, this particular attraction has not really undergone a major refurbishment. What you experience on Living with the Land today is basically the exact same experience you had, save a few little minor tweaks here and there, and we'll talk about those as we go, but but it's really um, classic Epcot. I mean, you want to experience something you could have experienced day one. Spaceship Earth has changed a lot on the inside. Living with the land? Not so much. Well, I guess the things they're growing, you know, things grow, they die, they change those out. But aside from that... Okay, yeah, yeah. Other, other than the actual <laughs> living and breathing... Okay, not breathing thing in the attraction, yes. Yeah, uh, but aside from that, you know, the boat ride going through the canal... Um, it's funny, I kept looking for the word canal when we were talking last week about like pirates and jungle cruise and small world, and I kept just saying trench. Um, <laughs> canal. <laughs> I didn't say water tube. That water, water tube. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all the same. So as we do when we start off our deep dives, I want to give you the layout of what living with the land is, just in case you haven't had a chance to experience it yourself. It is kind of a hybrid ride. It's a it's a dark ride. It's a boat ride, but it also is a tour of a living, working greenhouse uh, where Disney is actually growing and cultivating fruits and vegetables and fish, um, mm-hmm. seafood. A lot of fish. Yeah, that is served on Disney property. You can go to the Garden Grill in the Land Pavilion. You can go down to my favorite place, Sunshine Seasons, one of my favorite quick service on all property, and actually order entrees and and meals that are using the produce that is being produced right over on Living with the Land, which is I've always thought is so cool. Um, oh, that absolutely is cool. And like like this is coming from somebody who I jokingly refer to uh, my. Uh, palette of food that I eat is of a seven-year-old. I eat nothing but chicken nuggets and green M&Ms. But, yeah. but even <laughs> even when I am at Epcot and I have the opportunity to eat that just fresh produce, yeah. I absolutely take it. Like, oh, yeah. like it is... Like it's it's almost a one of a kind attraction at, at the Walt Disney World resorts. I mean, not one of a kind attraction like you know the previously mentioned Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, they're both one of a kind. I don't know if they're in the same ballpark though. But it's like this this to me is like peak Epcot. This mm-hmm. is this is the edutainment. Like like this is this is the best edutainment. Like maybe outside of Spaceship Earth. And on top of that, it's like 
Unlike Spaceship Earth, I'm sure we'll get to this later, you can get a behind-the-scenes tour, which I think is so cool. Disney describes this in this way. Cruise past greenhouses on a gentle boat tour and discover the surprising history of farming. See firsthand how Walt Disney World horticulturists are using innovative growing techniques and crossbreeding high-yield crops to help feed a growing planet. Discover a corticopia of fruits and veggies from around the world, some modified to jaw-dropping effect. Feast your eyes on edible foods and crops from around the world. Glimpse hybrid striped bass, tilapia, catfish, and freshwater shrimp in our fish farm. One feature I want to keep going on this particular segment as we continue to go through Epcot, because I, I think I have like the most dad jokes of any park. They, they occur <laughs> in Epcot. I told you on Spaceship Earth, I always thank the Phoenicians. Anytime we ride Living with the Land, and I don't know when this started, but I have to do it, and now it's almost like it's it's like a subconscious reflex. When we go into the area where it's showing the fish farming and we're passing the sturgeon tank, I have to lean over to whoever's sitting beside me and say, you think you have to go to med school to be a sturgeon? That's my running joke. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know, Zoe. It was bad. I, I, I agree. The dog hated that one. <laughs> man, that was oh, like man. that was like Carousel of Progress. Yeah, yeah. Settle down, Beavis, or whatever the name of the dog is on Carousel. I'm like, I, I don't think it's Beavis now that I know. Yeah, I don't think it is. They should change it though. When they update that ride, they'll name the dog Beavis. By the way, speaking of that ride, that dog is like has the best genes of any dog ever. That thing is like 90 years old. And, and it looks amazing. And that dog appears in multiple places. One of them ah, being ah. living with the land. <laughs> oh, look at that. Full circle, y'all. That's right. Um, That's why we're semi-professional podcasters. Uh, don't try this at home. <laughs> is is the dog's name This is we're going to get totally roasted on the interwebs as we do this game. The dog's name on Carousel of Progress without googling it. Rover? Beavis. Is it Rover? Well, I'm saying it's Beavis. You're probably... You, you have a better option of being right than I do. I'm going to uh, Google it now just to fact Rover check. Rover sounds right, or is it like Rex or something? Uh, it Maybe it starts... Something that starts with an R. Rascal. We rode this like last week, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All I remember is that song. Um, oh, no. Is it Buster? Oh, wait a second. His name has changed over the years. It's been Buster Sport Queenie, and now it's Rover. Okay, all right. Nailed it. There we go. Okay. We totally said Rover. I don't think it's called Rover on Living with the Land, and also (laughs) I don't think it's called Rover in its other place that it shows up on Disney property. Do you know where it is? I don't. It is the dog holding the key in Pirates of the Caribbean. (gasps) What? No way. And all three of those dogs are modeled after a dog that Walt Disney owned. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's a fun awesome. fact. Blowing some minds here today on that is a fun fact. I will deem that fun. Yeah. Uh oh, we did <laughs> we did it out of order, but that, <laughs> I had to bring it up since we were already talking about Rover. Um, that dog. When you when you start the ride, um, and I guess now is a good time to walk through the ride through. And by the way, the ride system is boats, and mm-hmm. the way they do it is it's these covered boats that are um, coupled. So there's two boats per ride vehicle. And each one has, I think, six rows or so, and they all hold four people. And um, you can really... um, It's pretty tight with, like, four adults, but you can do it. Um, Would you consider this one of the people-eater attractions? Well, 
it's interesting because because I mean like like you you lay it out six rows can fit twenty or can fit four adults that's yeah. twenty four they're tied together that's about fifty people a boat but then yeah. you just said it can get kind of snug so yeah you consider it a people here yeah I don't know <clears throat> one thing is the ride demand is not terribly high um, you never really have to wait so long for this ride unless it's a super busy day and typically this is one of those that you can always snag a fast pass for day of. Um, and I was looking at the ride capacity. According to Wiki, it's saying 1600 an hour, which really does not seem like a lot. It really doesn't, no. Yeah. And it's a slow-moving ride. It takes about 20 minutes uh, to go through the entire ride. It says on here that uh, per ride vehicle is about 40, so we're a little over. Um, okay. Yeah. But, but even wow, even if, if only 40 people are getting on that and it can still crank out 16... That does seem low. Yeah, it's a little bit low. Um, it is wheelchair accessible. They actually have special vehicles mm-hmm. where they can roll wheelchairs on there, so you don't have to transfer. Transfer, yeah. Um, so I've seen them with the special vehicles. They're pretty cool. And this is one of the rides that is actually still today sponsored. Um, mm-hmm. First sponsorship was Craft from 82 to 93, as it was listened to the land. That's when it changed over. In 1993, Nestle became the sponsor, and it changed over to Living with the Land at that time, and then Chiquita Brands International from 2011 to present. So if you go, you'll see the Chiquita um, sponsorship uh, prominently. That's the word, displayed. There it is. And that's only why my uh, household eats Chiquita bananas. (laughs) You've got to support the brands. Absolutely. A superior source of potassium. And I hope when you buy them, you tell the cashier, I'm buying these to support living with the land. I do. That's actually why I can't go to some food cities here locally anymore. (laughs) Yeah. All right. They called me Landon, the overly aggressive banana guy. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Oh, it's so weird. (laughs) Walking through the ride. um, This part has changed a little bit um, over the years. So, the very beginning of the ride, you go into a forest where there's a thunderstorm going on, and it's talking about how the weather can shape the land and be destructive, but it also helps create the biomes of the planet. Um, after you move through the rainstorm, you start to go through these uh, tableaus of different biomes of the world. You see a desert, you see a prairie. The prairie is actually where you'll see uh, a couple of interesting things a buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a prairie dog. Prairie dog. Which yep. may have had other plans for other Disney attractions, oh, oh, really? possibly. Oh, really? What what were those plans? Uh, according to report, the uh, model of the Buffalo and Prairie Dog were used from the uh, canceled Western River Expedition. It was supposed to open in the Magic Kingdom. They That's were right. going to have something, I guess, an homage to uh, you know uh, prospectors and stuff uh, in America's Western Frontier. But for whatever reason, didn't happen. So they already had the molds for these attractions, and they said, "Hey, let's use them here." And another fun fact is, as you go by the house where we already talked, mm-hmm. the dog is hanging out. Uh, you uh, notice what's on the mailbox? There is there are some initials. There's a name on there. And and a and a street address. Well, I'm I'm more focused on the address, or rather the number. The number. Yes, I, I do know the number. The number is eighty-two. Uh huh. Exactly for the year that this attraction opened. Just yeah. another way that Disney and their Imagineers kind of give a tip of the cap to the history and the opening of the attraction. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where, just as you mentioned, that's where you find Rover. Or another incarnation of Rover. Or Buster, or Or Queenie, or Beavis, or whatever one of the names (laughs) is that it had. 
<laughs> yeah, they're... I'm gonna get that in the Wikipedia that his name was Beavis. I think you should put it in there. <laughs> um, I don't know how long it'll last, but we can roll the dice. <laughs> it would be it would it would be weak if I did it. So I'm asking you, the lovely listener, <laughs> go deface Wikipedia in my honor. Yeah, say that one of the previous names was Beavis. Who who's going to dispute you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they weren't there. They don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're probably not there. <laughs> So after you pass through the areas where it's showing you the different biomes of the planet, that's when you actually transition to the greenhouse part of the ride. But one last thing I wanted to say, another stupid joke that I always have. I have two on this ride. It's a two for one. <laughs> oh, boy. When you pass the desert, I always look at it and go, ah, oh, this is the dune themed area of the ride. I don't know why. That's I, even worse than your first joke. I know it is, but, Ugh. you know, I got to get them in there. This, isn't, this isn't a joke, but this is something I always say every time. Uh, I always think at least a couple times, it's like, come on, humanity. We'd be messing everything up. Oh, yeah. I think at <laughs> least a couple times during the ride, I'm like, we're the worst. Yeah. We are the worst. This is one of those rides that definitely reminds you of that for sure. <laughs> that we're the worst. Yeah, that we're the worst. Yes. <laughs> Humans, uh, we're an effective destruction machine for sure. Yeah, um, we, <laughs> we do have that one move down pretty good, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to mention uh, at the beginning of the ride, the thing that's been changed over uh, previously, the very beginning, you actually moved through something called a, a scene that was called Symphony of the Seed, which provided mm -hmm. a stylized look at the growth of a plant. And now that's the storm scene. I actually really like the storm scene. I frequently think as you're going through that, that would be a wonderful place to nap. Seriously, yes, they they nailed the ambiance of a rainy, just yeah. stormy afternoon where it's like, all right, I'm doing nothing but passing yeah. the heck out. And it's dark in there. There are little mm -hmm. nooks that you could just like hop off the boat with a little sleeping bag. And I don't recommend you do it, but you <laughs> no, could. No, no. In fact, uh, at this point, we would like to emphasize that we do not, in fact, endorse that. You will go to Disney jail. Yeah. And that is rule number breaking rule number one. Don't go to Disney jail. Don't do it. So as you move into the greenhouse as we know it today, you go by various flora and fauna uh, that are they. Disney's done an amazing job of creating environments conducive to growing this produce in a in a really effective and fruitful way. Now, one of the things that gets super cool about this is you start to see alternative and fu futuristic methods mm -hmm. of plant growth and. I mean, there are things that always blow my mind, like growing the pumpkins from like above or the watermelons yeah, the, or whatever. The hanging, the uh, sorry, like like I do not have a green thumb yeah. at all. So <laughs> yeah. so this is going to be just a a novice fumbling his way through the garden. But like just seeing the way, the hanging way yeah. that that they grow stuff, uh, the way that they have the I guess the trays or whatever, all, mm -hmm. and they're growing these these fruits and vegetables outside of soil like alternative yeah. ways to grow it it's it's, it's, it's very so cool. cool like like from just just from a humanity standpoint like holy crap like like this is what we can do we've we've learned how to do this over here so we're applied it to this over there yeah. it's so cool and then like you, you you mentioned like oh cool this this pumpkin's growing it's looking like a mickey or oh yeah or this tomato is a mickey yeah. i i think that stuff is cool and oh yeah then, and then and then the holiday they have a holiday overlay as well yeah they've started doing the holiday overlay just so this cool. year yeah um i always enjoy seeing there's one section near the end where they've got these plants that are hanging from a rotating rack and they're like the roots are exposed and as it goes on the little rack 
Um, it goes into an area where the water is spraying. There's like, I, I guess they're kind of sprinklers on either side, but they're like um, almost like barriers that the that the roots go into, and then they're being like kind of showered with water as they move through that that little wow. you know tunnel, and then they come out the other side and they get a chance to kind of dry out. See, that's that's interesting. I was watching uh, um, a behind-the-scenes tour doing some mm-hmm. prep for this episode, and they talked about uh, in these instances, uh, they when they plant the, the seeds or whatever, they're laid out row by row, and they're measured to where when they're at, I guess, full bloom or full capacity. Again, I know nothing about plants. I apologize. Uh, when, when they're at full bloom or whatever – the leaves don't touch each other. There's there's always a defined space in between it. Part of the reason is so these uh, plants can grow to full health. Yeah. Another reason is to prevent pests from going from plant to plant oh, to wow. plant. Because I don't know if you realize this, but when you're inside living with the land, when you get to the greenhouse portion of it, there are living insects. Oh, yeah. Unlike, like, like not quarantined off i mean they're insects you really can't do that they're just hanging out but but you never notice them because they're it it's crazy they're doing their job on living with the land yeah well they even say that like in the before you get to the greenhouse when it's kind of telling you about things we've learned about agriculture through the years they mention that you know insects are being used in the greenhouse Mm -hmm. which by the way the first time i was going on that ride it's like they threw up wasp i'm like wait wasps (laughs) Wasps, those, 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 those mean little a hole things that, that stab you. We're we're gonna go in. The, don't worry, they're not the mean a hole wasp. They're yeah. the good guy wasps. They're good guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you move through. You get to see all the plants land, and you you mentioned that they do use some of those uh, kind of. Uh, shaping containers for some of the things like pumpkins and and tomatoes where it will tomatoes. cause mm-hmm. them to grow into the the Mickey heads which is so cool. You'll see that there's a tomato plant that they have growing on a frame that's like a Mickey head mm-hmm. um which is super <laughs> cool and then they also have in like you mentioned the trays uh where they've got the plants kind of growing on this, you know, very spread out platform they have them in such a way that the color of the leaves cause there to be a, a Mickey there as well. Lots of lots of hidden Mickeys to be seen on this. Yes, ride. this is like like if if you want to be impressed by what Disney can do to another degree, not just like building a very cool building or building a very cool attraction, they harvested and cultivated living things for hidden Mickeys. Yeah. How cool is that? It's amazing. Always fun to see. I guess the last thing I was going to say about the greenhouse now, and, and really the ride overall, was that in the original version, you actually had a cast member sitting on your boat. Yeah, given given like a like a spiel, almost like a like a Jungle Cruise yeah. type thing. Although I don't think it was quite as snarky and tongue no. in cheek as Jungle Cruise. <laughs> it was really more like, let me educate you about what you're seeing. But that has been replaced now with a voiceover, and no more do you have a cast member riding the boat with you. Um, you just, Do you know where you could hear this uh, uh, this voice in other parts of the Walt Disney World Resort? Oh, this is interesting. Are we speaking of Mike Brassel, the vehicle onboard audio? Because I do not know where else you might hear him. Uh, we are. Uh, maybe you heard him on uh, the TTA, possibly. No way. The people mover. Indeed, no yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's one I didn't little, know. Wow. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Yeah, I like that. So... They've got like a cool soundtrack. You get to hear the voice of the TTA telling you all about these cool plants. 
Um, and then there's also a host in the queue whose name is Marsha Mason. I want to make sure to give her a shout out as well. If you hear a voiceover in the queue, that's Marsha Mason. I don't know. Like, I, I think it's fine to have the voiceover. I, I do like having the cast members to make it more of an individualized, interactive experience, similar to what you'd get on Kilimanjaro Safari. You've got it. But, I mean, they have to have a cast member there driving the bus. But <laughs> in this case, you didn't have to have a driver, but it's nice to have somebody there. Like, if you have questions, maybe they can answer, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like, sort of like thing I, I was I was never fortunate enough to experience it with the cast member. The only way I know it is with it, the, you know, uh, voiceover on recording or whatever. So I would be interested to see what it would be like to have that live element. But at the same time, it's like, I'm a fan of this attraction. Like, yeah. like, like I really dig everything about living with the land. Yeah, I do too. It's, it's got a lot of positives. It's serene, calming. It's really cool. There's a lot of technology to see. It's edutainment, like you said. And mm. typically it's pretty much a walk on most of the time. Most of the time, uh, here recently, the last couple of times I've been down to Epcot, uh, I'm on my way to like a Soarin' Fast Pass, and it's like I just look at living with 45-minute wait. I'm like, what no, is going on? <laughs> oh, 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 no. Okay, something, something's wrong. But, but yeah. generally, yeah, it is a walk-on, and even if you do got to wait in line, it's a pretty fast-moving line. It is, yeah. It's, it's pretty much continuously loading. And here's an underrated thing. I know we talk about like, you know, uh, flight of passage. Oh, I love the smell or like the Polynesian. No, mm-hmm. the, the smell of the pot, the smell of living with the land. When you get into the green room, just smelling that, that fresh vegetable smell. Oh, yeah. Totally underrated in my opinion. Yeah, it's a great smell. Oh, and at the end, the last piece, you finish looking at the greenhouse. You actually get to kind of get a little peek into the lab as well. And sometimes you actually mm-hmm. see some of the Disney scientists hard at work. In the have you ever ramp. seen anybody? In I have. There? Yeah. Really? Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Because every every time I've ridden ridden this, and I've ridden it a lot over the last well year, I guess, <laughs> uh, I've never seen anybody in there. So that is, I guess, heartening. As <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's the opposite of disheartening. Uh, that heartening that somebody is actually in there, and it's not just for show. I've occasionally actually seen cast members walking around in the greenhouse doing stuff too, not just doing the tour. But okay, like, yeah, I I saw that on on my last trip. Yeah. Like they even stop and wave. It's like, oh, this is neat. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Like actually seeing people doing the thing is is always doing cool. the thing. Well, yeah. So speaking of doing the thing, and uh, you kind of touched on this a little while ago. In the future, I would really, really like to do behind the scenes. Yeah. That like, like I watched a little bit of video, like I said uh, for, for this segment, but it's like just being able to fully experience that and like, like going behind the scenes of. Let's be honest, this is an iconic attraction at the Walt Disney World Resort property. I mean, like, like this is one of the remaining few day one Epcot attractions we still have. I just love this attraction. It's so cool. And if you'd have told me, like, like, all right, when you grow up, one of your favorite attractions at Walt Disney World is going to be sitting in a boat and looking at plants, I'd have been like, okay, once again, you're eating the plants we told Jay (laughs) not to eat at the beginning of this segment. Yeah. Yeah, I I would probably agree with that. I I remember enjoying it as a kid, but I don't know that I would have put it in the list of, like, my favorite attractions in the resort. But it's it's up there now, for sure. It's, It's great. It has everything like you want. I can. I consider this a must-do attraction. I think so. I, you know, and I hope people appreciate it as much as we do. I, I think based on the interactions we typically have on social media, and there's a lot of love for living with the land. Mm-hmm, um, there if is. I think back to last year when we did our bracketology, living people really <laughs> wanted living with the land to go farther than it did. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But it made it a, a quite a ways, I think. Um, yeah, it, it had a good show, and especially going up against you know monsters like Soren and, and Flight of Passage and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I agree, and it deserves it. So, great ride and good for everybody. Walt would have a- approved for sure. I think that <laughs> I think he would have, um, based on the fact that he was always looking for things family could do together, and also to entertain and educate. It checks all the boxes, and it's a boat ride. Who exactly. Have a boat ride? Yeah. Yeah. Fun on the bun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any closing shots, Landon? What do we miss? Just go ride living with the land. How about that? Like, like I know everybody heads to the land pavilion to go stand in line for Soren, but I mean, give some love to living with the land because that is such a cool attraction. I dig it. Yeah. And plus, and, and plus, if you're a fan of the Garden Grill, even more so a reason to go ride living with the land. Or if you like living with the land, go check out Garden Grill because I hear that's some pretty good eats. Yeah. And you get to meet characters as well like yeah Mickey and chip and dale um, i have a i have a breakfast reservation next time i'm down for that oh that's awesome that's exciting yep so expect pictures <laughs> <laughs> definitely well i hope you enjoy that enjoy the produce from living with the land and uh until then how are you gonna fill your time well i bet you're probably gonna make some awesome content for the internet so where can people find that uh, that would be <clears throat> L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's you can follow me on Twitter, 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. And the reason I got super excited for that plug is because guess what, ladies and gentlemen, new content coming to buttmunchchips.com. Myself, Will Rab, the R&D project coming back from the dead. We're going to be doing it bi-weekly, so be sure to subscribe to that in the iTunes store. Search R&D project. Also, like I said, head over to buttmunchchips, uh, download the old episodes, some uh We'll call them vintage episodes of other podcasts, severely dated wrestling talk if you're into the sweet science of professional wrestling. Uh, If you liked Game of Thrones before the ending took a massive dump on the chest of society, uh, it is there for you. Uh, We're we're, we're not doing a finale on that. Stop asking. And... uh, Oh, I'm in the process of planning out my next Disney trip, but I'm super excited because I'm planning it for my mom and it's going to be awesome. Uh, and, and she doesn't listen to this podcast. So maybe we'll, we'll talk about some of the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm planning for my mom, but it's going to be awesome. That sounds great. I'm excited for that because I know that your mom is going to have a blast because now you're a Disney expert. Oh, and also I'm on the Phil show on News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming worldwide at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iTunes store. Search the Phil show uh, and subscribe. Remember, uh, five stars or GTFO. I'm also in a uh, book fundraiser campaign against the mayor of Knox County. You might know him as WWE superstar Kane, but I know him as my buddy Glenn and my elected official, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs, raising uh, books for elementary schools, and it's going to culminate in a hot wing eating competition. So uh, uh, once again, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me for all the uh, shenanigans and uh, happenings when it comes to that. It's going to be fun on the bun. (laughs) Go with God, sir. Uh, Via cone, bye-bye. I wish you luck. And I will see you next week right here on M34D.
Welcome back to the monorail. It is time for our feature presentation, which is we've got a special topic inspired by our good friends Jen and Frank over at Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. They were inspired by um, a kind of a, well, I don't think you'd call it a meme. It was one of these tweets that somebody put out that just kind of started being passed around the Disc Twitter community, which was, in each park, when you enter for the day, which direction do you go? Left, right, straight. Where do you go? And as they were talking about it, I had opinions about what I would do on their podcast. Go, by the way, go listen to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. And uh, they, they had a great discussion about it. I just disagreed with everything they said. So, of course, I was like, but I need to say my piece. I now want to say my piece. And you guys, you want to say your piece. Mm-hmm. There are no wrong answers here, by the way. I just think I've got definite answers about each one of these and reasons why. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of do a round table. So we're going to discuss if you rope drop, because I think that's important. If you rope drop oh. first thing in the morning, because it could change, right? Based on what yeah. time of day you go. Yeah. But I'm going to say, if you rope drop, what direction do you go? And let's start with Animal Kingdom. And we'll Animal work Kingdom. Yeah. So, who want, Garrett, you're the Animal Kingdom uh, proponent. You are the big supporter of the Animal Kingdom. It's your favorite park. So if I'm rope You're rope dropping Animal Kingdom. You go left, right. Where do you go? First, I mean, first place. Whatever direction Pandora is. That's left. Left. So you're going to Pandora first. Okay. And, and that's because you're trying to beat the line yes. to Flight of Passage? You okay. have to. If you're rope dropping, that's where you're going. Okay. Fair enough. What do you think, McKenna? If I'm rope dropping Animal Kingdom, I think I want to go ride the Himalaya ride. Everest. Everest. Are you yeah. a professional yeah. podcaster? I am a professional. I know what I am talking about. <laughs> okay. I would want to go drop Everest. Okay. Because that ride wakes me up, and it's a ton of fun for first thing in the morning, and I can save Pandora for later at night. Like, you know... If you can get a fast pass for Flight of Passage right before it's going to be nighttime, so it's still kind of bright outside, and then you go in, and you go through the ride, and you come out, and it's nighttime, that's awesome. I love doing yeah. that. Because then it's all glowing, and it's... That's very The cool. thing is, like if you do it when you rope drop, you can do it multiple times in the day. Maybe. That's true. That's a good point. But... You're, ro- you're rolling the dice, though. Can you get that fast pass? If I can, yeah, it's not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Me personally, not going to hurt my feelings. Yes. I can get it. What do you think, Mom? Left or right? So I'm going right, and I'm going to hit Dinosaur, um, and then I'm going to head over to Everest and hit that, and then just make my way around, because I can get you Fly to Passage. You go counterclockwise yeah. in the park. I can get Fly to Passage. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Um, I just... I want to get on Dinosaur. I can get Dinosaur too, but I think it's so much fun. <laughs> I love Dinosaur. Yeah. So I actually agree with you. Personally, I would go right in Animal Kingdom. The reason being, I don't want to wait a long time for Dinosaur, but I like to ride it. Yeah. And if you go right and immediately go to Dinosaur, you can knock that out quick and probably still get to Everest before there's a line. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. So you could do Dinosaur, Everest, and then continue around and... Festival of the Lion King is a nice yep. place to hang out while you're waiting for those Flight of Passage fast passes to open up mm-hmm. and Nomad the Lounge. Treks, the animal treks. Yeah, exactly. You can yep. the wild jungle kind of stuff, the Kilimanjaro Safari in the afternoon. Um, and I like Pandora at night. Yeah. I, I, just like McKenna said, I, I like to see the, the glowing patterns on the ground. I like the, the plants glowing, mm-hmm. all the bioluminescence. So now, 
if it was a day where I really wanted to ride the um, the river journey, yeah, that's see. Then I would go left conflict. because I'm not waiting for that ride. But the animatronic's so cool, and I it haven't is. seen it in forever. But I don't. I wouldn't rate wait more than 15, 20 minutes for the Navi River journey no, anymore. No, and I can get fast passes for that too. Yeah. I really want to be at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Garrett had a sad look on yeah, his face. So, you did. You looked really but sad. But he's just longing to be in Animal Kingdom at this moment. Um, okay. Let's do Hollywood Studios next, because I think the game has changed there for sure. McKenna wants to start. I'll go first. So we're rope dropping Hollywood Studios. We do what we did, me and you. We went on that day. We get our boarding online group. boarding group. Go to Tower of Terror, ride that, ride Rock and Roller Coaster, knock those two out, and then head over to the boarding group and get on because, you know, you get there early like we did. We got there, like, way too early. We were, like, in one of the first boarding groups. So yeah. head over there, do Rise of the Resistance, Millennium Falcon, get out. Okay. I don't... I there isn't no I do Muppets as well at the end and then I get out because there's not that much I want to do in Hollywood Studios. Okay, fair enough. What do you think, Mom? So I'm with McKenna. You go get there early so that way you're in by seven. Get your boarding pass for Rise and then go over do Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, and then I'm going to head over to the slinky dog area and get some tachos or something like that for breakfast. Um, because that's healthy. It's called toy story land. That area. <laughs> slinky dog. <laughs> <laughs> that place. See, I'm just not as interested in toy story land anymore because it's so hard to get anything over there. Oh, I am. I still love it over there and I can get slinky dogs sometimes. Um, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna wander over, you know, to uh, to do Muppets, and then I want to do Frozen because I think the sing along is hilarious, and uh, and so and then do Star Wars area. So like, it's actually becoming a longer day for me mm-hmm. in Hollywood Studios now. Um, well, we'll see how it goes this summer whenever I'm there and I'm sweating to death um, because no shade. And <laughs> I always have to just throw that out there. It is hot. And that might change a little bit of what I'm doing. But um, but then once I'm done um, doing that, I'll probably head over to Animal Kingdom and ride Fly to Passage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think to start off with I'm on the same page you got to get there before 7 get your boarding group for rise cuz if you're going to Hollywood Studios you've got to try to do rise and then it you know I really like Tower of Terror at night so and now they've I think they've got both shafts open again both elevator shafts cuz it's it's moving people through quicker um and if I can't get a Slinky Dog Fast Pass. I think I might go knock that out and then have my Woody's Lunchbox breakfast and hang out in Toy Story Land for a little while because it does get crazy in there. It really gets crazy. It's Um, so crowded. Rock and Roller Coaster is getting a little easier. And now that they're changing the tiers for the Fast Passes, I think it'll be easier to get like Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster Fast Passes Mm -hmm. um, past, you know, February 19th. So I think I'm doing, I think I'm doing Slinky Dog 
first. Okay. Um, and, you know, just depending on how the flow of the crowd goes, maybe I go over to Rock and Roller Coaster or Tower of Terror after that um, until it's time for the boarding group. And then I spend the rest of my day in Star Wars land because that's my happy place. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I would do is get in, get the boarding party, mm-hmm. and then go straight to Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Then, actually, no, first I'd go to Tower of Terror. Okay. And then I go to Rock and Roller Coaster and get a pretzel. <laughs> Will you ride Rock and Roller Coaster? Yeah, I mean, I do Rock and Roller Coaster first, and then when I'm off, I get yeah. a pretzel. Okay, I just wanted That's to make I was sure. To say. Um, and then after that, go to Rise of the Resistance. Um, do some other stuff. There's not much to do there because it's not as good as Animal Kingdom. <laughs> oh, um, you got a lot of shows. You're gonna try to squeeze. Maybe do Star Tours. Yeah. You oh. And then. Uh, Muppet Vision, and when it's lunchtime, yeah, go get a Ronto wrap. <laughs> exactly. And in a in an ideal world, a sour sarlacc. <laughs> Can't oh, happen. I'm R.I.P. so sorry. Sour got, sarlacc. Disney, you're listening. Bring it back. Yeah. And then if if I'm not feeling a Ronto wrap that day, then get tachos. <laughs> tachos are so good. And then probably do Toy Story Mania. McKenna, did you have something a rebuttal? I no. And I just leave. um. Hollywood Studios isn't somewhere I seek out. It's not one of the parks that I'm like, today, this is where I want to go 100% and no park, other park can sway me. So I always just forget all the other things. Like, I can do the Indiana Jones. I can be a volunteer in it now. Like, That's true. Why don't I go do that? Or, I don't know. Go see Beauty and the Beast live I, on stage. I could go see Beauty and the Beast live on stage. The only thing is... No love for Fantasmic. We haven't mentioned that at all. We need to go back. I don't think we've been since we've moved here. To Fantasmic? Yeah. We no, I've only seen it once and I don't remember it. Yeah, we need to do it again. I, th- I think the only reason why I get hesitant to do Beauty and the Beast is because when you sit on those chairs, like, it is hot still under that, yeah. that thing, um, the awning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And... They even have tried with fans, but all they're doing is blowing more hot air under there. And I feel like I'm just dripping by the time I'm done. And it's just gross. Yeah, it's true. It's hot outside. You can go see Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Or is, is that what it's called? Yeah. It is true that Hollywood Studios has no shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a fact. Unless you're watching the Beauty and the Beast show, but it's still hot. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that happens because some of the areas that they have, they put shade, like, you know, like awning a shade thing over it and it feels a little bit cooler. But for some reason, the Beauty and the Beast area, it's still really hot. The Galaxy's Edge merchant area, the way they shade it, it it feels good in there. Yeah. Yeah. In the market. In the market. That's the only shade there, though. I was going to say, you just made me think because of the Ronto wrap thing and the tachos. Hollywood Studios has taken a pretty big leap when it comes to food in the last few years. Because previous to that, you had the Backlot Express, you had the ABC Commissary. I mean, you've got your restaurants like Sci-Fi Dine-In and and the 50s Primetime, which are good, and and the Hollywood Brown Derby. I want to go there. Um, But in terms of like quick service or cheaper meals... um, they have really jumped up the list. I would say Hollywood Studios might be second place to me in terms of quick service behind um, Epcot. 
Epcot's amazing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody makes better food than Epcot, though. Yeah. But Hollywood Studios is trying, so. They're pretty good. Yeah. And there are things, I mean, I love Satouli Canteen in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and well, I, I love Flame Tree too. Animal Kingdom has some it pretty does have good, really food. good food. Animal Kingdom, I, I could live in Animal Kingdom, just eat there and look at animals. Yes, I could live there. In that cake in Africa, oh, holy crap! Yeah. What's they that have, called? They do remember. have Dole Whip there. They do. That's the forbidden Dole Whip. Malava. Why? Because, <laughs> because, according to our good friends Frank and Jen. You're only allowed to get Dole Whip in the Magic Kingdom. What? You can you guys just stop? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making up reasons not to like Animal Kingdom now. <laughs> you can get Dole Whip at the movie theater. I know. So. Well, see, that's weird. You can get Dole Whip yeah. in a lot of places now. It's available in, in weird places outside of Disney. See, I do think if I'm going to have Dole Whip, I want it to be at Disney mm-hmm. yeah. personally. But I'm open to it being in parks other than Magic Kingdom and well, in the resorts. The Dole strawberry ice cream. Is really good too. Yeah, yeah. For I that like Red's the Revenge. One. Mm-hmm. Red's Revenge is good stuff. I'm allowed to have that, and I like it. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. I think we'll go with let's go with Epcot, and let's say Epcot, like with everything working and walls down. Are you going test track? Going to the left? Going to test track? And if we're rope dropping, that means World Showcase isn't open yet, but you could get to Frozen. So, uh, you go in test track or you go in seas and the land and what, what do you think? Mom, you get to start this one. Yeah, I'd probably, if I was rope dropping, I'd probably go to test track because it gets really busy in there. Um, the fast passes aren't as easy to get. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going test so track. Going left. Mm-hmm. And there's a little donut, um, little donut, uh, cart over yeah, there that's true. and so you could do test track get a donut you know wander around until world showcase opens so that way you can go left and hit mexico right away bonus question is that's what i was going to ask in world showcase do you start with mexico and go clockwise or do you go counterclockwise starting start mexico canada yeah. okay okay interesting i'm gonna say i would go left and Probably knock out Test Track. I think it's a nice thing to do first thing in the morning. It, it's like what McKenna said about Everest. It kind of wakes up. up the system. You get out there, go 65 miles an hour, woo, on the on the speedway. <laughs> You're so silly. Just like we go faster than that on the four getting to Disney in the morning. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still fun. Um, it's a fun ride. And as you said, if I couldn't get a pa- fast pass for it, I don't want to wait like a real long time for test track. No. Um, hopefully I can knock that out and then go hop on frozen. Um, but yeah, I start left and world showcase. I always say, I think it's probably ideal to start in Mexico for world showcase. Cause I would rather start my day with like a margarita ca- la, la cava mm-hmm. instead of ending my day with tequila. I, I think that's probably wiser. I don't beers from Canada are like a nice cool down for your day of drinking around the world yeah. as opposed to like finishing with a bang with tequila. That's what I, I think. And also, um, I, I don't really drink tequila cause it's not fun. Sam on tequila is never a good idea. So they actually have a drink at La Cava that has moonshine in it mm. and it's good. 
Yeah. So there's a few little things, you know, that you can get that aren't tequila. Yeah. We come from a land of moonshine. We come from a land of moonshine. Yeah. My Tennessee likes moonshine. <laughs> okay, Garrett, your turn. Left or right? Uh, you got to go test track. Yeah. And then when you're off, I mean, when I'm off, I am going to make my own slushy. Oh, yeah. Custom uh, slushy. <laughs> and then you have to start in Mexico. That's just the tradition now. Yeah. And, um... Three caballeros. Yep. And I'm just going to make my way all, all the way around World Showcase doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, if I can get Spaceship Earth, I'll do that. So, <laughs> well, McKenna has an interesting look on her face. So what? what do you have to say, McKenna? I'm disappointed in all of you. I'm not going to leave World Showcase to do Spaceship Earth. I am very, my feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ashamed. None of you, except for Garrett, and that was a maybe, <laughs> mentioned the great Epcot Mall. Mm-hmm. Like, man. What is this? Like, what? Who are you? We're living a lie. Okay, here's what I would do. I'd go to Test Track, get off Test Track, grab a coffee, drink that coffee really fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> make my way back to the front, because you know what? I walk a lot in Disney. It's how I get my exercise. I get on Spaceship Earth. I get off Spaceship (laughs) Earth. I go, I do imagination and I close my nose and my ears at certain parts in it because I'm a big baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Get off imagination. (laughs) Go look at the fish until World Showcase opens. I get into Mexico. (laughs) I got a passport. It's good. I go in, I ride three caballeros, I maybe smell the food in the air, I don't eat it. I keep going, do not ride Frozen. Frozen is a maybe on special days where I'm like, yeah, I would do a ride where I sit in water the whole time and there are no Vikings. So don't do Frozen, keep going, enjoy World Showcase, Yes. maybe catch the bands while I'm walking through and cheer them on because you should cheer on those bands. They're working really hard out there. Um, I cry about not going to beer garden and then <laughs> I make my way through the rest of the world showcase. Okay. You do cry about not going like to, to beer garden. Mine. What's your revision? Okay. Before I go to world showcase, um, like after I got the slushy, yeah, go do journey into imagination and then living with the land. Okay. You've got to do living with the land. Yeah. Um, and then Soren. Okay. And then maybe eat something at Sunshine Seasons. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, it's probably about already. lunchtime. Yeah. Um, and then go to World Showcase. Okay. I want to finish my day with living with the land whenever it's nighttime and you go through it because it's nice and it smells nice. Okay. And then I leave. Okay. Yeah, we didn't uh, really. Yeah, we didn't mention living with the land or spaceship Earth. I'm looking at. Well, some. I wasn't trying to plan out my entire right. day. I was just telling you what I would rope drop. Well, yeah, and I think probably the big headline is none of us said we would rope drop Soren, right? Well, right. We're it's, rope dropping test track first. Soren's fun, but it's not something that I want to go to immediately. If I'm going to something immediately in there, it's Garden Grill. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to go and have breakfast there so we can get those cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon yes. rolls. Can I eat tiramisu? Tiramisu. That comes from Sunshine Seasons. 
Yeah. Downstairs. That's the best thing to have for breakfast. I thought you meant creme you know, brulee. You know they creme gr- brulee. <laughs> you know they grow that creme brulee right there on Living with the Land. That's crazy. The creme Egg. brulee plant. They don't Egg. have chickens. Uh-huh. They should have chickens. They have. They would be stinky. They probably have vanilla growing somewhere. Vanilla. Vanilla. They do. I think I've seen it. <laughs> All right. Last and finally, the Magic Kingdom, and I get to start this one. So. Now, I have a serious opinion about this, and I don't think it's debatable. I think you rope drop, you go left, you hit Jungle Cruise first, because I love Jungle Cruise. It's a classic. I want to do it. I don't want to wait a real long time for it, and that line is miserable. So I'm doing Jungle Cruise first early in the morning before it gets hot outside. I'm moving on, probably going to do Tiki, work my way up to uh, Pirates, then to Haunted Mansion. The end of the day, when the, when the lights go down in the magic kingdom i want to be in tomorrowland <laughs> yeah tomorrowland at night is the epitome of what i love about disney and that's where i want to be the kinetic the neon everything about it and i'm gonna go into cosmic rays and have a little nightcap over there with sunny eclipse and that's the perfect day mm-hmm. the end garrett um i'd first go to the jungle cruise because mm-hmm. that always has a really long line but it's, it's so fun, and I don't want to wait for it, because that is a very boring queue. There are lizards, though. There are a lot of lizards. <laughs> yeah. Um, go to Tiki Room. I have to. Yep. You can't not. Maybe get Dole Whip, because it's right there. Um, then go to Pirates of the Caribbean. I need to do that also yeah. every day that I go there. Not Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. No, not for me. Big Thunder? Big Thunder, Yeah. If I can, um, just make my way around, trying to do everything I can mm-hmm. after Jungle Cruise, and uh, happily ever after. Sometimes, sometimes I like to leave before then. Yeah, because it, it gets crazy. It's very hard to leave Magic Kingdom if you try it when everybody else is leaving. But when I'm eating dinner or maybe lunch, if I get there, then I've got to go to Cosmic Rays. Yeah, of course. People mover also. Got to get the people people mover at night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. A-OK. Perfect. Yeah. All right. For my day, I have two different beginnings, but both have the same end. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's very complicated because it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. So either I get in and I rope drop um, Tom Sawyer Island oh. because it closes super early. And I want to do everything over there. It's so much fun. I don't want to have to rush out because I like climbing around in those caves and stuff Mm -hmm. so that's one beginning because after that then the lines are long so i just do whatever i can get a fast pass for Mm -hmm. um or i rope drop i go through adventureland i don't ride anything in adventureland um which is a little controversial except for pirates i ride pirates do big thunder do the haunted mansion and then i just walk around okay and do spaceship mountain Spaceship Mountain. Space. <laughs> I was thinking of the mountains. Spaceship Earth. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do Spaceship Mountain. That's a good one. That's a real. I good always one. have Spaceship Earth on the brain. Um, Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't really do much else. Yep. Man, I love Spaceship Mountain. I love That's Spaceship. A good one. Um. So I would probably. Um, Whenever I go in, probably rope drop Haunted Mansion. Oh, you're going to the back of the park. Yeah. Do you get the walk? Yeah. 
Do you get there by going through the castle into Fantasyland and taking a left, or are you going? You're gonna go through like Adventureland. Yeah, no, I'll probably. I probably will go through the hub and that one little cut through that's... Kind of around the castle? Yeah. And then take a left. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That seems inconvenient now that I think about it. I guess I wouldn't rope drop that. Because <laughs> that is a Talk long block. I'm going to rope drop a photo pass in front of the magic castle. The, <laughs> the magic, magic castle? castle. <laughs> the castle. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> None of us know what anything's called <laughs> you anymore. You go to Spaceship Mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I'll go to Spaceship Mountain. No, I will. I'll get a photo because those lines are always long. And then I'll go and get on Jungle Cruise and hit Pirates, come around to Big Thunder, and then, yeah. That seems a little more convenient than just running for Haunted Mansion. But by the way, I can get fast passes for all these things, so I'm probably well, never going to really worry about rope dropping. Well, and all Magic that. Kingdom is is kind of like a Wild West fast pass situation because everything's on the same tier. Yeah. yeah. So. And if you don't get it right, then it's gone. Yeah. The fast passes are just. Well, it's just like you can snag <laughs> whatever you want, and and we typically do pretty well. The only one we don't frequently get is seven dwarves mine train which by the way i was going to point out none of us rope drop seven dwarves mine train yeah it's actually the the best time to ride that i feel like is at night Mm. if you get a fast pass for it you're happy but if you don't then you can't do it yeah because you just don't want to stand for two hours yeah i forgot to say where i end on both times oh yeah where do you tomorrowland okay i always say in adventureland if i don't get dole whip i gotta get a chocolate red's revenge yeah, the swirl. Yeah. Chocolate, strawberry, Red's Revenge, which they, they will do, but some cast members don't know some what they're doing. Some cast members don't know how to do it, and they just give you chocolate or just strawberries. <laughs> so, you got to be very specific. I I do want to go back to Magic Kingdom and get a Red's Revenge soon. I want to get that, that um, the big one and the flute. Oh, yeah. The cider F- thing? Famosa? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it was Famosa. like... Yeah, because... It was vanilla and orange with apple cider. So yeah. It was pretty good. It's the fear of missing out. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, I think... I really do think this answer is going to be pretty different for everybody because there are some people who I would tell you, like, if you don't... Like, our, I guess what we do is going to be different than the advice we would give to someone who's coming to town and trying to do everything because we're always here. Yeah. We're always here. And what we're, what we would say is like, if you don't have a seven dwarves fast pass, you have to rope drop it because otherwise you're going to be waiting. And even if you rope drop it, you're probably waiting an hour. Yeah. My advice is it's not worth the hype. But if someone's never done it, it's one of those things where I do think it's cool to see the animatronics that are in the mine shaft. Yeah. I and, like the shadows when they're yeah, going up the wall. There's some really cool things about it. It has a cool photo pass. You get the video photo pass. If it's someone who's expecting it to be a roller coaster, it's not really. It goes fast yeah. at one point, and that's it, really. It's a kid's. It's a junior coaster. Yeah. But it's still really cute. Yeah, it's fine. Would you prefer to have Snow White's Scary Adventure? Yes, because instead? that thing gave me trauma. <laughs> Garrett says I, no. I didn't realize it was as scary as it was whenever I took McKenna on it. Garrett says no to that. He'd rather have Seven Doors Mind Train. I like being happy, not scared. <laughs> or I think I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't scare me, but it would just be like, why? 
it's a lot whenever you're really tiny yeah it's a lot at once it's a lot it is it was scary and there was there's like thunder and lightning happening and you die and at the end you die and the witch turn she's like not a witch in the mirror and yeah, then she turns cool. around and she's terrifying that and was she a cool screams at you that was a cool effect absolutely terrifying we can still do it they got it at disneyland we need to do it Okay. They do? Yeah. Yeah, we got to go. At Disneyland? Yeah. yeah. We have got to Don't fly out to Disneyland. Thing at yeah, Disneyland. That's at California Adventure. Yeah, I want to You get that. to, like, drive a You car. don't drive. It's, well, okay. It's test track, it's but test it's cars It's test track, but with cars. I want to do that. Yeah. I saw it on the Disney Channel once. Oh, yeah. People always rave reviews. Tom and Michelle, Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Shout out to them. Yeah. They gave us great reviews about Cars Land. Yeah, it looks really cool. Well, and, and everything at Disneyland, really. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to go so that way we can hang out with them and get to ride all these rides. We need to get DVC <laughs> and then do every single thing you can do about Disney. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm fine Sold. with it. Sold. <laughs> we just, I just, we wanna... just do everything. I want to go to Paris and try really hard to understand what, like, I want to feel what it feels like when other people come to Here. Walt Disney World. I think you would experience more of that, like, if you went to Shanghai Disneyland or if you went to Tokyo Disneyland. I think Paris, I don't think you'd have a big problem with most people speaking English there. Yeah. See, but everywhere else, they teach English, like, whenever they're younger. Well, they do in France. Plus, That's true. Yeah. same thing about kind of... Tokyo, I'd say. There's a lot of yeah. English Right, so that's why I'm thinking there. that maybe you'd run into that more if you went to Shanghai Disneyland. Well, I just, I want to do it and be really confused and be like, I just want to ride Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is the rat? How do you say that in French? Um, rat? Hong Kong baguette. Oh, no. <laughs> McKenna's going to be like standing there with her hands sticking out on the side of her face and going... <laughs> Uh, Formage? <laughs> Chef Ratatouille. <laughs> you could probably just say Ratatouille. Yeah, they'd know Ratatouille. I could say Remy. La Petite Chef. However you say La Chef. La Petite Remy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would just say, uh, get out of my face. They'd probably be like, um, do, are you asking for Ratatouille? Because <laughs> it's over there. If you take a left and then you take a right. I'd probably start crying on command. <laughs> on command. On com- right now. <laughs> She's going to do Cry. it now. Just thinking about it. Here she goes. <laughs> All right. So we're going <laughs> to. Okay. We're going to let wrap up the show so McKenna can have a good cry. Yes. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's an interesting question. I'm excited to um, hear more about what other people think. So yeah. I know a lot of people responded to that on Twitter. Um, if you're interested in giving us your opinion, you can share that through our social media. You can reply anytime. If you ever want to reply to things that we're saying in the show, go to the tweet where we shared the link to the show and you can just put your feedback right in there. They could also call the voicemail and we'll share that too. You could do that. 407-917-2144. That's the voicemail. And if you um, don't say anything crude, then I'll put you I'll put you in the show. Yeah. And sometimes I might, you know, if it's funny enough, I can bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you can always share your feedback on our email as well. MondayMorningMonorail at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Monday Morning Monorail. Instagram, Monday Morning Monorail. YouTube, Monday Morning Monorail. And we got a website, MondayMorningMonorailPodcast.com. 
please don't cancel me because of the French thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I'm saying. Dead, follow me at Gummy Bear King 2. Although you might not want to do that because I have 69 followers right now and it's kind of fine. Oh, Inappropriate. <laughs> okay, new plan for France. I go up and I start singing the Ratatouille song to the um, French cast member and hope they understand I am trying to get to Ratatouille, mm-hmm. but only through singing. Wow. You're going to have to practice that one. Yeah, you yeah. are. No, no. going to work on it. going to be better if I don't practice. You can't follow McKenna. La-opa. You can't follow McKenna on any of the social medias, so there's nothing I'm to share. Secret. But um, We don't know why she does that. But sometimes I'll sneak in and, like, you know, put McKenna on a photo or video on the Monday Morning Monorail Twitter. So follow at Morning Monorail. I'm still at work. You're at work. Yep. What are you doing? Working. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. So thanks so much, guys. Um, really appreciate you listening. As always, appreciate your interaction, your friendship, your listenership. And let us know if you're going to be here soon because we want to come hang out. I like free food. Whether we see you here on the podcast next week or in the parks, I hope you have a magical week. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.